Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. One of the things you've heard me say is that some laws vary wildly from state to state. It depends on what state you're in and which law it is. There are some things, of course, that there are federal laws on, and those won't vary from state to state for the most part. But then again, uh, issues like property law is one where it's crazy how different it can be from one state to the next. So I've talked before about access, access to rivers and water. So let's suppose there's a river someplace near your house but is not on your property. Are you allowed to go to that river and do stuff? Or are you allowed to drift down that river, like say in a canoe? And those are questions that will vary wildly based on what state you are in. And the U.S. Supreme Court just dismissed a lawsuit challenging a law involving this from New Mexico. And J.D. sent me notes to Steve, check it out, from Field and Stream, a magazine I haven't read in a little while until just yesterday. Sage Marshall wrote the story, a recent U.S. Supreme Court decision is welcome news for people who fish in New Mexico and public land users. The Supreme Court declined to hear the arguments brought by two landowners who are seeking to overturn rulings from the New Mexico Supreme Court that kept landowners from restricting public access to waterways that run across private land. The petition to the court was brought forward by two different companies or entities. Uh, The landowners filed suit against three conservation groups, uh, including the New Mexico chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers, the Adobe Whitewater Club of New Mexico, and the New Mexico Wildlife Foundation. Uh, The highest court in the land has spoken, and like the New Mexico Supreme Court before it, has summarily dismissed the baseless arguments of a handful of private landowners in New Mexico who had banned anglers, boaters, and others from waters that had been public since time immemorial, says the former policy coordinator of the New Mexico chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers, and that was in a press release. The justices have sent a simple message to these privileged landowners that they have to share, that they have to share. The Supreme Court's dismissal follows years of controversy over access to streams and rivers in New Mexico. In 1911, okay, the state adopted a constitution that says that every natural stream, perennial or torrential, within the state of New Mexico belonged to the public. Now, at some point, that public right kind of fell by the wayside. People kind of forgot about it or didn't know about it. Private landowners began blocking access to public water on private land. And then in 2014, wouldn't you know it, a law student wondered what had happened. (laughs) He raised the issue, and the New Mexico Attorney General made an official statement in support of public access. Private interests responded by pushing a law through the state legislature that allowed landowners to prevent access to certain streams depending on their navigability. That was in 2015. In March of 2022, the New Mexico Supreme Court struck down that law as unconstitutional because, remember, it's their constitution that says that this right exists. So simply passing a law saying that portion of the constitution isn't good, it's not how you do it. you got to amend your constitution. In September of 2022, the court doubled down on its opinion, confirming the public had the right to walk and wade in streams that cross private land, though they're not allowed to walk across private property to reach those streams. This was what the decision that litigators challenged in a petition to the U.S. Supreme Court, which was recently dismissed. And so that's one of the questions that I've had people ask me about. And again, it's different from state to state. But just because you're allowed to be in the stream doesn't mean you can get to that stream over private property. 
So I know people who own land with rivers, streams, creeks, whatever you want to call them, flowing across their property, and they encounter people on their property. And once in a while, people say, well, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to go fishing on that stream there. But he's also encountered people, my one example I'm thinking of, who have literally parked their car down in the road where the stream enters his property. They step into the stream and they walk up the stream. And guess what? There you go. So lawyers from backcountry hunters and anglers tell field and streams the New Mexico Supreme Court ruling is strong, but that they don't expect attacks on public access from some private landowners to stop. Possible attempts to limit public access could involve restrictions from local governments enacting legislation that narrowly defines recreational use and keeping barriers up to public waterways, forcing further litigation. Still, conservation leaders are celebrating the recent victories. This decision represents a huge positive movement for public access broadly and stream and water access specifically, says uh, the communications director for the Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. It sends a message that public access matters and that private interests can't expect to be able to push aside long-established access laws to advance their own personal interests. And that does, I know, bum some people out. It's kind of like you buy beachfront property in some states. Uh, you buy beachfront property, and there's a portion of the beach that the public can walk along because it's down near the water. And I know people who bought beachfront property, they put up a fence across the beach down to the water. And you're looking at that going, okay, is that your, that's your solution? But, um, you know, there are always going to be these conflicts. And one of the problems with these conflicts is they often take place back out in the woods someplace or back out in the middle of nowhere. So you are doing something perfectly legal and someone comes along and goes, hey, you're trespassing. And you know you're not because you're in a stream that's legally accessible. But there's some guy standing there going, hey, this is my land. Get off. And. I know a lot of people in the audience right now are typing, going, Steve, I don't care. I'll stay. You have that right, okay? In this state, you do. Okay, my point simply is that these confrontations take place. And I don't think there's anything you can do to get rid of the confrontations. I don't. I, I think that there's going to happen. And I know that in uh, Michigan, an example I can tell you about, is that there are rails-to-trails conversions where there are old abandoned railroad beds that, had tracks on them and trains on them years and years and years ago. And years and years and years ago, the train stopped running. They pulled up the tracks. They pulled up the ties. And then there's just this long, straight path that goes from one town to another. And years ago, they said, why don't we take these paths and convert them into uh, running paths, biking paths, just recreational paths where people can walk and run and whatever they want to do. And uh, I know where there's some of those uh, trails that were actually converted for that purpose. And the people who live with property that abuts those trails will occasionally go out and block them. And there is an ongoing dispute I know of in Michigan where almost every single year someone's got to call the state and say this one trail's blocked again. And obviously we know who did it because there's a house right here, property goes right here, trail goes right here, and there's barricades right there on one side. One, Gee, I wonder who did that. And they come out and they say, uh, you, 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 can't, you can't barricade this trail. Well, that's my backyard. Okay, it might be behind your backyard, but that trail is actually not yours. And they go through that every single year. They drag them into court. They make them, you know, explain to the judge why they did that. The judge has got to explain to them that that trail exists. There's not much you can do about it. Sorry. And that's how it is. 
So it's interesting that the New Mexico Constitution protects access to the rivers. But because it does, like I said, if there was enough people who didn't want this to be this way, they could amend the Constitution. But the fact that you haven't got the political wherewithal to do that means chances are it's going to stay the way it is right now. So it's an interesting case, uh, and I find it fascinating. Field and Stream published it, and J.D. sent it to me. Thanks a lot. Story by Sage Marshall. U.S. Supreme Court dismisses lawsuit challenging the New Mexico Stream Access Law. And some people are going to ask and say, wait a second, Steve, that sounds like a state issue. What's it doing in front of the Supreme Court? Many of the cases that you hear about in the U.S. Supreme Court are federal issues that went up through the federal courts and then wound up at the U.S. Supreme Court. However, if you've got a case that made it through your state court system and you got a bad ruling there, you can, if you can figure out some way to make it sound like something the Supreme Court should hear, you can appeal the ruling from the highest court in your state to the Supreme Court also. Uh, It's just they're much less likely to take it if it's not a federal issue. But... They sometimes do rule on these things, and you can imagine that somebody could find a way to say that that somehow has to do with uh, due process or property rights or something, but that's why it would go up through the state system to SCOTUS as opposed to the federal system to SCOTUS. So there you go. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. The world is round, so we would never be able to see too far down the road.